your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. If you want to get in here, text lines open 608 785 7914. You can also call. Feel free to do that. We're just wide open today. So I don't have any guests coming on. Wanted to talk about Kenosha a little bit and what happened there yesterday evening. But before I do that, so if you have opinions on that, and I'm sure everybody does, although the police over there are like, hey, keep your opinions to yourself. Let us figure it out. Um, but the uh, 29-year-old Jacob Blake shot seven times in the back, I guess. You, you know, like there's one video, so it's hard to even... It's hard to even know what went on, and then nobody nobody express nobody comes out with any information right away because they want to play it safe. 608-785-7914. Before I get to that, though, um, I, I thought it was interesting. Lacrosse County does this thing with their the health department with the COVID numbers. Now they put out that you know as we talked about last Friday, they put out their new COVID collaborative. Uh, website and that's got some information on Mondays at noon they put out kind of the week prior what happened so this Monday at noon county came out with uh, 55 confirmed cases so as of yesterday we were at 1,033 782 negative tests uh, obviously 55 positive tests 900 have recovered, 132 active cases, 49 have ever been hospitalized. That's up four. So over the past week, four more people have been hospitalized. And on wisdom.com, and each each day, you can go to the lacrosse or the state department's health website and you can see the county data. So you can see how many more cases have come in. And that's it. You know, if you just want the county data, the lacrosse health department stopped updating us last two Fridays ago. On, on each day's additions, right? And they and they, they talked about that last Friday at the health department meeting. They're like, well, seeing a, seeing cases day by day doesn't really give you any indication of what the virus is doing, mostly because, and they didn't say this, but you can assume this, and like you have a National Guard uh, testing site. It's going on today for another 50 minutes. So if you want to get down to the health department downtown in the parking lot there, you should be able to uh, jump in line in the drive through line and, and get tested if you would like. I'm going to see. Sometimes they post if there's a wait time. Uh, 3.30 p.m., no wait. So, But that was <laughs> that was before the 5 o'clock. I don't know. Does rush hour count when you're going to a drive-through testing site? Maybe. Um, but anyway, so the county data shows 1,033 cases as of yesterday. So the state data today shows 1,047 cases today which means we're up 14 cases today. But it's hard to say if those are are equal because the state data over the weekend, the state data shows Lacrosse having 71 cases over the past 7 days while Lacrosse County reported 55 cases. So we're off 16 cases over the last week. Over the last week, Lacrosse County Health Department 55 cases. Over the last week, the state, Wisconsin State Health Department, says 71 cases. So we're off 16 cases somehow. And I don't know if that's because 
I don't know why. If they're re- reporting when they, the state sends out, but they they should be equal at the end of the week, right? Like, how does that how does how is that different? Um, and it just make, makes you you wonder. Okay, so if one county's off sixteen cases, and the state today, the state today is reporting three hundred ninety two cases. So the testing's way down. So the the positive tests are way down today. I guess I guess that's how it works. I don't really understand how how the testing today equals positive cases because we're not getting the cases. But a couple of days ago, we had 950 cases in the state and 7,000 tests. So the testing's all over the place, which makes sense. But uh, if if one county is 16 off, how many other counties are off? And you could see this with Trempolo and, and Vernon. Once some, some, some of the counties are exactly on. Some of the counties have a couple too many. Some of the counties have a couple too less. So maybe like the mistakes across the state just equal equal themselves out, or maybe uh, maybe every county is sixteen off, and and we have way more according to the state. I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's something we could we could ask the the health department again on Friday. I kind of asked about it a little bit, but last Friday, but I didn't get quite the answer I wanted. Maybe it was two Fridays ago. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, we go to the phones now. Nathan's calling in. Nathan, hey, how's it going, Rick? Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. Oh, okay. Uh, say, I just wanted to do a uh, 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 just a little promo for PBS. PBS is going to have on a program on the 22nd of September. It's uh, the program's called Frontline, and they're going to have a program called The Choice. You can either stream it or watch it, but uh, it gives the uh, background of uh, President Trump and of Joe Biden. Um, the interesting thing I see on the trailer is that. Uh, uh, we forget about Joe Biden being on the, um, the Senate committee reviewing Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill. And uh, it talks about uh, Rudy Giuliani is talking about uh, Donald Trump. Um, Did you say it's going to be a uh, PBS, like public broadcasting system? Like PBS? Yeah, well, oh, okay. in public there. So. Yeah, okay. In a so, month. In a I month, mean, Nathan, you're, you're giving us a month preview? This is like uh, Wonder Woman coming out in two months, and we just sit here and anticipate well, <laughs> no, I meant, but it, just you should just Google um, the trailer and oh, yeah. watch the trailer because I think it'll really tweak your interest. So yeah, the Wonder Woman trailer. Yeah, the Wonder Woman trailer too. Nathan's pretty good. <laughs> I'll do but, that. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check it out uh, uh, later, <laughs> not during the show. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Oh, Eric's calling in too. Sorry, Eric. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. Yes, I was reading the Lacrosse Mune Sunny and Rusty Cunningham at editorial on there about um, the posting of COVID numbers and the hot spots in lacrosse. I think uh, General Bowski is getting lazy. I think he should have posted these things Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the numbers and the hot spots so people can make informed choices where they want to visit. Do you think she's getting lazy, Eric, or do you think maybe there's a lot of work to be done that nobody's ever had to deal with before, and it's a little bit overwhelming? I think, I think that's probably correct. That probably is. But the point is, they did it before. Why can't they do it now? I mean, what, they did it before how long? Three or four months? Now, now it's, it's too much for them. Are you, asking, are you asking why they don't do updated daily updates? Is that what you're asking? I said Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. I said, what those... Um, numbers out and the places, the hot spots where they might be, somebody might need to be uh, wary of for an informed decision of where they want to go. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I understand, Eric. Thanks for the call. Um, so Monday they come out with the week priors numbers, 
And and that's just kind of for our own entertainment, really, because we're not doing daily updates. On the website, you can go to, uh, well, it's like, what is it? CooleyCOVID19.org. Um, and it just it takes you to lacrossecounty.org website, but that's that's the case data. You can get all these indicators, and so if you want to talk about hotspots, Eric, there's a big map on there. So cooleycovid19.org is a big map of the United States, and you know part of their recommendations is don't travel to to uh, counties with with more cases. Essentially, counties in red. Right now, I think Lacrosse County is in in yellow. I, I'm trying to find. Oh, there it is. You have to. Actually, you can't tell what color Lacrosse County is unless you click on it and you've got to zoom way in, which I'm trying to do live um, because it's blue. Because <laughs> this is your county, you're in blue. And then, oh, I'm in Missouri. I got to go north. Um, and then, so if I click on it, it doesn't know. Yeah, the other day it showed it. So I can't tell you what color Lacrosse County is, but all the counties are green except the county above us. Trempolo County is in red. So don't travel to Trempolo County, is essentially what that that travel data is asking you to do um not really but like you just got to be under the understanding that there's uh you know a little bit more of an outbreak at in Tremplo county so anyway we can get into that a little bit later i'm gonna break brad's got to do the news here uh we'll be back we'll talk about this kenosha situation a little bit if you guys want to call in 608-785-7914 all right we'll be back on wisdom All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. You want to get in here? 608 785 7914. You can call or text. Libertarian guys texted me. I wanted to get into the situation going down in Kenosha right now. Uh, while the, the the police there, I, I don't remember if it was like the police union, says, hey, stop, stop discussing this, I, essentially to politicians. I haven't seen if Donald Trump has said anything about it. Joe Biden put out a statement, Tony Evers put out a statement. Uh, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss said something um, about forming a task force. And uh, I'm sure there's others. Oh, Jim Hagedorn, the Minnesota congressman that represents my district right across the river here. Uh, he put out a statement. And they're all a little different. So I haven't seen, I, I tried to find it in, in probably probably right before the show, probably about 445 and see if Trump said anything about it. Uh, not sure. He could just say, well, the police said not to put out a statement. But <laughs> at this point, you know, we probably should say something, especially when the National Guard is being called. I think 125 National Guard members are being called out there um, for the police. If you if you haven't seen the video, because there's only one video, dash cam isn't going to pick this up, apparently. Police there don't have body cams in Kenosha. It's in the budget for 2022. So, you know, in a couple of years, police will get body cams. Maybe something that, I don't know, I feel like those are important. Maybe not. At this point now, it looks like that would, that would be really important for figuring out what was going on. But if you see the the one tiny video, it's, you know, pretty awful. It just shows a guy walking around his car, and that's where we pick it up, right? Like, what happened before that, and how long was it going on? Walks around his car, he, he, you know, police are apparently telling him, we don't know because we can't hear anything. And uh, he, he goes into his car, and police grab him, and he kind of shakes loose, and, and then they shoot him seven times. And that's, that's kind of all, you know, that's, that's kind of all the information we get. It's, it's a, a little bit disturbing. It's not quite as disturbing as watching a cop sit with his hands in his pocket on George Floyd. 
or maybe it is. I don't. I mean, you can hear George Floyd, you know, narrate his own death, which is really awful. So, I mean, I don't think anything compares to that, and I think that's why we're in this situation because uh, we heard a, a guy narrate his own death. Uh, Joe's calling in. Joe, go ahead. Uh, how come there's a cop without a body camera? That's what I don't understand. Are you kidding me in this day and age? Uh, what's that? How come, the, how come police didn't have body cams? Is that what you Yeah, I can't believe they didn't have cams. Um, well, I, I, mean, I imagine. Don't they have tasers either? Do you I imagine? Mean, tasers? I think I read somewhere, and I'm not sure. I, the, I think the Milwaukee Journal does the best, the best job here being obviously in the area. But I, I feel like I read somewhere that they tried to tase him, but we're not going to see that. Maybe they tried to tase him at some point, but the way he was walking didn't look like he was ever tased. And it's Kenosha, right? So they probably don't have money for anything, right? So they probably definitely are, you know, body cams is way down the list on funding. Well, but if you got this kind of crime where you have to run around shooting people, you'd better have body cameras. Well, I mean, as a as citizens, right, we'd want our police to have body cameras. But as police, they're probably like, eh, we don't really want body cameras, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't like the whole sound of that. I mean, it is Kenosha, so... They couldn't have stepped back and just, like, came and got... I mean, I ask this all the time every time someone gets shot. Like, you know he's not going too far. Can't you come and talk to him tomorrow? I yeah, mean, I, just, I mean... He's, he's got a car full of kids, for Christ's sake. Well, where was he, where's he going? Well, the argument, too, is that, hey, was he going for a gun? Did You know, we don't know. The police officer could say, yeah, he was going for... It looked like he was going for a gun. Or maybe they'll say his tire iron. They could just say whatever's in there. Oh, he's going... They're coming right for us. The the old South Park, of like one of the first South Park episodes, if... If you just yell, he's coming right for us, then you get to shoot whatever you want if they're endangered species well, okay. or not. Well, okay, on the flip side of that, though, there were people looting, and as the cops would come towards them, they would hold their looted items tighter and say, I can't breathe, so that the cops wouldn't touch them. Yeah, so there's the other side there's, of that, There's too. that, but at this point, when you say, ah, he was going for a, for a gun or a weapon in his car, maybe, but his, like, well, three well, kids that are aged three to seven are in the car, so he definitely wasn't going... Like, okay, he's going to go for a gun. Why? Because he's protecting his, his kids in the car from the police? Like, come on. Well, either throw him on the ground, tase him, or go run backwards behind the vehicle for a cover. But we don't just unload on people. I mean, come on. I mean, is the argument there that maybe they're not his kids and he was trying to kidnap them? I don't know. Like, you could come up with any kind of cockamamie. Well, if that's excuse. the case, I mean, sure. But uh, still, tase uh, hit him over the head with a gun. Like grab him more than like by that. grab him by more than just the arm and be like, "Hey, come here, sir." Like I mean, just grab him by the hips. Then you got time to pull and draw on somebody. You got time to take him to the ground. I I just uh, don't understand how. Like I just put yourself in the officer's situation too. Like after the fact, like dude, you just you just shot someone seven times. Like what's what? Like how does that even happen? I don't know. It just it doesn't make much sense. I guess I I. Would think in a situation like that, a couple tasers or just some brute force, but uh, not deadly force. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, Joe. Um, yeah, just it's it, it's always a little bit baffling how the guns guns come out and and you, you, and then they shoot the guy seven times. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's strange. Libertarian guy texts in. He goes, "I watched the video of the shooting that took place in Kenosha." The video makes the police look really bad. What the video doesn't show the events that led up to the police drawing their weapons in the first place. If a police officer had a weapon drawn and pointed at me, I would stop in my tracks. I would not walk to the driver's side of my vehicle where I could grab a weapon or get into my car and drive away. But he also, like, I mean, yes, but, I mean, his three kids are in there. I think he he probably has, 
I th- I think I read in the AP version of the story that he's he's got charges pending or he's probably out on bond for something. So you know if he gets if the police ask him his name and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, you're you have a warrant. I think that's the case. So that just kind of makes a guy that that randomly breaks up a fight of two women probably want to just walk away. I'm just gonna get out of here because I don't really want to be part of this situation. And uh, it kind of it kind of goes back. I, w- I want to draw a little bit of a comparison to what happened in lacrosse on what day was it? It would have been July seventeenth or eighteenth. I don't remember if I I think it was July seventeenth. It was a Friday night or a Friday morning because it was one fifteen when when the police had that incident with the 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 people that sped down um, whatever street that uh, is it Jackson Street sped down going 38 and a 25 and then they quick parked in the Walgreens parking lot at West Avenue because they saw that they had passed the cop at 1:15 in the morning going 38 miles an hour and a 25, right? Like what do you do? You immediately pull over and pretend like you you get out and pretend like it wasn't you. Just casually walk away and and maybe whistle while you're doing it so you look really casual. But we can I want to draw a little bit of comparison to what happened at that in Lacrosse. Uh, to what happened in Kenosha. But we got to do Scott's Comet and Brad doing the news. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes right here on Wizard. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Uh, talking about the incident that happened in Kenosha, the shooting. 29-year-old father of five, three of which were in the car. I just, it's really hard to, you know, like as you think more and more about it, like police, police kind of grab at him as he's going into his car and then just open fire as he gets away. But they're right there. Just grab his hips and his kids are in there. And it's just like, and it actually just kind of dawned on me like, oh yeah, his kids are in there as they shoot him seven times. That's it. Those kids, man. Those. What's going to happen to those kids over the, you know, the rest of their lives? They watch it happen. But I guess the tiny little bit of good news is he's, according to his dad, at noon, he said Blake was out of surgery and in stable condition. That was a a video his dad posted on Facebook at noon. So I, I mean, that was a while ago. Anything can happen. I I haven't seen an update. Um, and at this point, I'm not looking for updates. So if anyone, you know, has seen any update on that guy's condition, uh, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to argue with, you know, what was what what he was doing. Obviously, if police have their guns drawn, you know, like ob- like sit down, lay down, stop, turn around, put your hands up. I don't know. Like that's the easy argument. But like, is why why were their guns drawn? In the first place, like if it was a, a fight between two women and he was there to break it up, allegedly. And then he's just walking away. He's just wearing shorts and a T-shirt. It's not like he's got a trench coat on where he could be hiding a gun or something. And and then they uh, they got their guns drawn. Like, why? Why is that there? I mean, the, I thought I read somewhere that they had tried to tase him, but. From watching it, like he's not out of it when he's walking away. It doesn't seem like that. I might have just, you know, read something that isn't isn't true. 
Um, and then there's the, always the argument that online court records indicate Kenosha prosecutors charged Blake on July 6th with third-degree sexual assault, trespassing, and disorderly conduct in connection with domestic abuse. An arrest warrant was issued for Blake the following day, so July 7th, over a month ago. The records contain no further details and do not list an attorney. That's on Politico. So, I don't know, was there a warrant? And he just kind of wanted to be like, mm, I'm going to leave. I don't want to be here. I was just trying to break up a fight. My kids are in the car. I think he was going grocery shopping, according to a neighbor. The Milwaukee Journal covers all this stuff, uh, except that part, I think, except the online court record stuff. And I'm not sure. Maybe they do, and I just I just missed it. Uh, caller coming in. Hey, who's this? Yeah, it's Mike. Hey, Mike, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, it's just interesting that, you know, you and everyone else has already, I mean, thrown the police under the bus on this. And I, I think without any information, everybody's just kind of debating anything based on the video they've seen. And, I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't look good for the police, but no one knows the situation, I guess, either. So I have to speculate that. seems like a little much. That's all we're getting, though. There is no other video. So it's not like there's body cams. We're not getting any. I mean, all we're going to get is what the police are going to tell us, what those, those officers are. Okay. That's all we're going to get. There's no body cams. Kenosha's got it in their budget two years from now or a year and a half from now. If they get it on Christmas Day 2022, maybe it'll be two years from now. Um, so so we're not getting any other video accounts. So we're just going to trust what those couple of officers have to say about the situation and then witnesses, right? And and we'll see how those add up, right? Like we we can all just not talk about it. Should we just not talk about it? That's what, I mean, I feel like it's interesting and, and worth talking about, and I'm going to speculate, but the idea that a guy allegedly breaks up a fight between two women walking back to his car and his punishment for not, not obeying police the police at that point is to get shot seven times in the back while climbing into his car where his three kids are. And maybe the police thought they were he was trying to steal the car and the, kidnap three kids. I mean, that could I, I'm throwing every situation out there because that's all we know. Now, I, I mentioned that I wanted to kind of compare this to what happened in lacrosse uh, last month. So a, a, a car full of women, four women, in a Plymouth Neon, and I'm, I'm guessing it's Jackson Street. I just can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. But they, they buzz by a, a cop who's, who's I, I believe, just parked somewhere trying to get speeders at 1.15 in the morning. It's Friday morning. 115, so Thursday night, Friday morning. They're going 38 and 25. And they probably saw the cop. I don't know. They buzz by him, and then they immediately turn into the Walgreens parking lot, get out, and just kind of, you know, whistle away. <laughs> Not doing anything. We weren't even in the car, you know. Police pull in. The argument ensues that, oh, you guys can't pull us over because you don't have your lights on, which uh, Rob Abraham was in here not in here, but on the air the other day. That's ridiculous. Like the, the police don't need to turn their lights on to to pull you over. If that were the case, then I guess they'd have to have lights on every on their shoulder if they're just walking around, right? So the the police, you know, they tell the women. One woman goes into the Walgreens, right? She's she's the, and then the three other women are kind of you know not not exactly staying in the car. The police are like, hey, you got to go back to the car. And for the most part, at, at first they do. They go back to the car, except for the one woman. She goes and walks towards her and into the Walgreens. So in that case, police are telling these women to go 
back to their car. But in this case, in Kenosha, and I know everything's different, but like in Kenosha, this guy's going to get into his car with three kids. So at one point, one one time, it's safe. Like, what if the women have guns in their car when the police tell them to go back there? They're speeding. We don't know these women. Well, they could they could be doing anything. But the other woman goes into the Walgreens, and it's kind of the same deal. the The officer grabs her arm, says, "Hey, you got to come back to the car." And she's like, "No, I'm just shopping." And then eventually they fall over, and then she gets arrested. She's got scratches on her arms, and then you later learn that she had a warrant. But police didn't, in La Crosse didn't, in the entryway to Walgreens, go, hey, you got to come back to the car. And she's trying to get into Walgreens. And then they pull out their gun and shoot her because she's not complying. Hey, you need to come back to the car, lady. You can't. No, I'm just trying to shop in Walgreens. No. Do they get their guns out and shoot her? No. <laughs> so at what point do uh, do we need, do we need to like start thinking about like uh, okay there needs to be and this is where qualified immunity comes in and I'm no law expert and maybe I'll tell, I'll call attorney uh, district attorney Tim Grinky to to give me the to give us all like a little update on what qualified immunity is but you know there's there's a situation there where where police can't be punished for you know doing essentially police duties and. I know Libertarian Guy has, has talked about this, texted in and called in about this too, and he's probably better at the qualified immunity than I am. But uh, Ryan texts in, since everything is speculation, it didn't appear he was getting in. It looked like he was reaching for something. Again, all speculation. Yeah, Ryan, exactly. Like, we don't we don't know. Was he reaching for his car keys? To Was he reaching for, you know, a, a baby bottle to give to one of his kids? I don't know. The three to seven years old. He has five kids are age three to seven, apparently. It's from one of the stories I read. I've read like four different stories, so they're all meshing together. The best account, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Um, Libertarian guy says, uh, let's see here, he's he's writing me books. Uh, It's always important to not to jump to conclusions with incomplete information, unless you're doing a radio talk show, because then it's important to just discuss every conclusion. Uh, Barack Obama accused police of acting stupidly several years ago when he was president Governor Evers has already taken sides against police. You could easily, you could say the governor has acted stupidly for doing that. Yeah, I think so. I think at what well, I think Evers said something. At, I think it was a tweet around ten thirty at night. So I mean, unless he's got more information than us because he's making a call, I don't know. Uh, libertarian guy continues. You sound like you think it's okay for someone to walk away from a police officer. Try that the next time you get pulled over for speeding. You can't just walk away from the police officer commands you otherwise. Yeah, exactly what happened in, in lacrosse, right? That lady walked away. She ended up in cuffs. They eventually just gave her a, you know, a ticket or whatever, and they let her go. And she had a warrant out for her arrest. Um, but the, the, the police in lacrosse didn't shoot her seven times. Again, she was walking into a Walgreens, so it's not like it's a little bit different. She wasn't walking back to her car, but they sent the other three women, including they don't know who was driving the car, so the including the person that ended up being that was driving back to the car. Well, you send them back to the car where they've probably got AK-47s, right? Or AR-15s. <laughs> so one in one regard, it's okay. You go back to the car. In this regard, this guy was going for a gun, and he was going to blow up everybody. And abduct those kids in the car because nobody knew if they were his kids, maybe. 608-785-7914. Did I read this other text? Uh, How many times does this have to happen? Those of you trying to 
turning a blind eye to this, those of you writing it off as these things happen sometimes, do you really think this type of reaction is what we should expect from the very people expected to uphold peace in our communities? This man's children were in the car. He was shot seven times, according to witnesses. This needs to change. Um, yeah, so the, the the punishment for for walking away is is pretty severe. It's death. So, I mean, we could get into a society where, you know, if you steal something, you get your arm chopped off. And we could make that the rule. If you walk away from police, you get shot in the back seven times. I'm like, what are we doing? Uh, just grab the dude. Like, you're, there's, th- I believe there were three cops there. There were two in the video. Like, grab him by the hips and pull him away. Do so before he gets right to the car. If it, if you're that afraid, I mean, he didn't have a, he didn't have anything on him in his shorts and his t-shirt. So before he gets to the car, take him out, take him down. Not take him out, <laughs> take him down. Goldberg. Is it Goldberg or Stone Cold Steve Austin? The Goldberg, he's the one that like runs at you and just does the football tackle. Goldberg, I think he was a, a former uh, college football player turned professional wrestler back in the, I want to say the 90s when I watched professional wrestling. All right, well, let's take another quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll continue this topic right here on Wizzle. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Nathan texted in. Uh, what did he text in? Whatever happened to nightsticks? There it is. I had to, had to read that slower. <laughs> My theory is whatever happened to nightsticks. It confused me a little bit. But yeah, what happened to nightsticks? We <laughs> A good night sticking would have took that guy out. You know, night, snick, night stick him in the shin before he gets to the car. He falls to the ground, and now he's not reaching for the bazooka he had on the floorboard of his driver's seat uh, in the car with three kids in it where he was going to uh, open fire on those officers uh, to protect his children. I think that's, 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 what, that's what that was going down, right? Clyde's calling in. Clyde, go ahead. You're on the air. Yes, uh, because CBS is your uh, news provider, I went to the Internet and I read the one-hour-ago CBS report on this. Uh, There's no speculation, I would think, on CBS, but one, the police came because a domestic dispute report was called in, and when they arrived, there was a domestic dispute going on. CBS says that he was tased, by the officers, so that had to have happened, and also they had the video, and I watched the video, and uh, the police followed him around his car, around the front of his car, after he had obviously been tased, and... Uh, Is it obvious? I, don't, I didn't think it was obvious he had been tased. Well, CBS reported he had been tased because I didn't see any tasing going on in the video I saw, so I'm going to have to assume... Yeah, yeah. That I have to assume the tasing went before he walked around the car. And also, the police already had their guns drawn. Who walks away from a police officer with, uh, the, after they've already been tased? And most likely, the police are telling the person not to walk away from them. Probably maybe a dad with three kids in his car that is worried about what's going to happen to his kids if he gets arrested. Yeah, 
Yeah, and he's probably true. a little out of it if he's tased, that's, I guess, that's, you know. That's, all, that's, that's speculation, though, but let's stick with the facts. The facts reported but, by CBS is that he was tased, and the police had this, had their guns drawn, and he was very quickly walking away from them, reaching down. Now, when both of his feet were firmly planted on the, the, on the, on the road, and he was reaching down under the seat of his car. Now, should the police have uh, have shot him? I don't know. They, I didn't. All I saw was the fact that this person was disobeying the police. That's what I saw. And and possibly doing, going to do something to harm the police. That's what I saw. Yeah, right. So that, I mean, put yourself in anyone's situation. You're not the police. It, do you, when when is it okay for anybody to just shoot someone seven times? Like, well, I, when is it okay? Uh, I'm not a police officer. Just so not. I would just I would you, think, just you in general, Clyde. Like, when do you get to shoot someone seven times? Well, I would think that uh, when they're disobeying me, and I'm a and I am a. Uniform police. No, you're not a police officer, I, Clyde. And when, I have requested. When did you? No, you're, when do? When does Clyde from the Highlands of Onalaska, citizen, not not a police officer, get to shoot someone seven times? Like, let's just like you're not a cop. When do you get to do that? And it's okay. When do I get to do it? Yeah, like when? Like where do you that, draw the line? That's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. I'm not a police officer. Right, but like your when your when you feel like your life is in jeopardy. You've got a gun on a guy, and you're fighting with the guy, whatever situation you want to put yourself in. When is it okay for you to, like, shoot and kill that guy, shoot him seven times in the back? Well, probably when he's bending over with both feet on the road, reaching under his uh, seat for something, which I used to carry a lead pipe under my seat. So that's my point of view, is right. that he was, he was not trying to get into the car he was bent down, reaching under his seat. Right. And so as, as a citizen, that's when you open fire on that guy and, and no repercussions? Well, I, well I, I wouldn't because I wouldn't be following him around the, the car. I would, I would have let the person go because I am a citizen. But again, I, no, this wasn't, guy... I wasn't there. I wasn't there to, uh, to follow up on a domestic uh, violence situation. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Clyde. Uh, we go. We got another call here. Caller, who's this? Is this Eric? Yeah, it is. Okay, go, Eric. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Lacrosse to be on this. Uh, Olivia Hurkin. She's a reporter on there. Make sure when she reports a story, make sure she has quotes around her words. All right. So Eric's going off. Uh, Trouble time. You're on. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to start by telling you a little story. It'll be really quick. Uh, Trumpler County officers took five adult men to refrain a 126-pound woman uh, because she was high on PCP, and that is no kidding. What happened to her? The officers uh, warned this fella. They followed him around. The officers are taught you have to make sure these people have their hands where we can see them. This guy aggressively walked away. His hands were not visible. He, uh, the officer is trained, and thank God he is, that if he doesn't respond, 
uh, to save his life. You asked Clive, Clive, Clive when it's or, okay. Uh, Tom, you Tom. asked Clive when it's okay to, to shoot somebody. When your life is being threatened, and I consider that a threat because I can turn around in a tenth of a second and shoot you if Tom, I have a gun. Tom, what and happened so to the officer, what the happened to the woman? What happened to the woman in Trempolo that took five officers to get her because she was high? What happened to her? She was arrested. She was pulled over up by Osceola why didn't on they, the interstate. Why didn't they and kill she her? Didn't cooperate. Why didn't they kill her? Uh, well, it took five dudes. It took they, five dudes they had to bring enough down people available to to uh, to not to have to uh, take those measures. All right, so I got. I got to go. It took five dudes to take down a 120-pound woman in Trempolo County. They arrested her. Three dudes in Kenosha couldn't, couldn't arrest this guy who had three kids in the car, so they shot him seven times. That's where we're at. All right, I got to go. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.